You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams. Hey, how would you like to get your first HMO, house in multiple occupancy property in your portfolio using other people's money and getting a staggering £18,000 off the asking price. Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. I'm here with one of my personal graduates, Andrew, and we are going to do a deep dive on his first HMO project. So let's get straight into it. First HMO Andrew, it is a pleasure, my man, to have you in uh, with us today. It's been a journey, right? It's been a journey. It's it's mad to think that I now and and Jay and the team we mentor you in property, um, but we actually first met probably many years ago because obviously I run events up and down the UK, and you've always been my go-to AV specialist. So, um, you know, AV specialist now turned property investor. I know you've done a few deals in the past, um, but look, where was your mindset at a year ago, you know, before you decided to work closely with, you know, me and Jay and the rest of the team? Yeah, my mindset was uh, obviously during, you know, when the pandemic hit, um, I realised that my business couldn't support me um, and I effectively had one income stream. Right. And then that's what, you know, I'd known about AFL for seven years now. You guys have been going, you know, from strength to strength and realised that uh, I had to generate another income stream. Okay. And AFL was the only place I was going. It, so. it was quite scary, wasn't it? For, yeah. for many, many people, yeah. you know, going into that lockdown a couple of years yeah. ago, it was like, holy crap. Mm. You know, people lost their jobs. People mm-hmm. lost their businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people know how to make money in some form, not yeah. a lot of money, a lot yeah. of people, yeah. but how do you manage it? How do you multiply yeah. it? And it caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah. And, you know, many people <coughs> up and down the UK now are like, right, we've got to do something different. 100%. And I've got this saying, as you know, income follows assets. It's not about working harder. It's about working smarter, getting your money working for you. Um, so look, you know, when you first came into this process with us, I know you were very much going to maybe do looking at some single lets and small refurbs. Yeah. Um, how come you've now jumped straight into a six-bedroom full HMO conversion? Well, I think what AFL taught me to do immediately was to look at the assets I've got and how to monetize those. So I had a, a two-bed flat in Chinkford. We rented that out. That gave me £600 cash for a month, which immediately took the burden off my business a little bit. Um, I then, you know, took my bounce back loan and use that effectively to buy another property, uh, a buy to let downstairs. So I've acquired the asset, it's not cash flowing particularly well at the moment, but that's fine. Um, and then I started to realise that perhaps single lets, you know, flips, buy to lets, there wasn't really enough meat in the bone, but that's where my mindset was at at the time um, when I first joined AFL and it took me quite a while to uh, change that mindset, which I'll come on to in a minute. Um, so I went through various strategies. You know, I love the idea of commercial shops into, into residential. Um, they were quite hard to come by. They were, you know, the, the market was, was uh, popular and they were going at asking price really, or above asking price. Um, and then, so I, 
and it took me the process of being with him at AFL, going to the inner circle meetings, being around really successful entrepreneurs that have smashed it. There's no two ways about it. Um, in SA, in HMOs, in, in, in you know, just the amount of deals they're doing, frankly. Um, it took me to be in that environment to then expand my mindset into, well, actually, these big deals, what I perceived as big deals, uh, are doable. Um, and I can do them. And then perhaps not as scary as they seem. Mm. Um, so Great. It, you know, it took a while. So you're just like, I just, I just take the plunge now. Just yeah. take the plunge and go for it. Because, like you say, you've, you've had some experience with doing some small refurbs. Yeah. And look, a HMO. Hey, you're not building houses. You're not doing a huge commercial conversion. It's definitely doable. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely doable, doable mm. with the right team around you. Mm. With the right team around you. Mm. Um, so. Take us back to the moment that you got your offer accepted and off the market for your HMO conversion. How did that make you feel? Oh, geez, I was elated. I think, <laughs> I, think I uh, made a Facebook post saying this is one of the best days of my life. Wow. Um, so, uh, uh, why, why, why would it be one of your best days of your life? Just because I realised that I'm getting, edging closer towards my goals. Perfect. And, actually, and what, what are some of your goals? Well, become financially free, yeah. time free effectively. Time freedom. And then to do the same for my family. Yeah. And then it's, uh, yeah, then the world's my oyster, really. world's your oyster, yeah. yeah. Well, income follows assets. The more yeah. assets you have, the more income you get. Yeah. That gives you the freedom and the time. And yeah. I really think that's what a lot of people in the UK are looking for now. Mm. You know, certainly where we found ourselves, mm. you know, cost of living crisis, mm. inflation at its highest rate in 40 years, interest yep. rates on the move, yep. the pound worth far less today than what it was yep. five or 10 years ago. And the reality is you've got to take you've got to grab the ball by the horns yeah. and you've got to do something different in order to get yeah. something different. And you're a prime example of just saying, you know what, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to give it a go and, and see what's what. So offer's been accepted. Uh, is it a three-bed house right now, a four-bed yeah, house? three-bed semi-detached. The offer's been accepted. It's been removed from the market. I've just had architectural plans drawn up. Um, so, yeah, we're... A we are we're focusing on uh, completion. Great. And, and just so everyone clear, what is a HMO? A HMO is a house in multiple occupancy, yeah. and it's where you rent the rooms out yeah. to tenants on a AST, yeah. uh, a standard tenancy contract. And then you, as the property owner, you then cover the bills, that's you right. cover the council tax. I believe that's what you're doing on yours. Yep. Yeah. And I just wanted to explain you know, HMOs, houses of multiple occupancy, get They've been get, getting quite a bad rap or reputation over the years because um, they've been around a long while and actually the standard is quite low uh, and that's why people are wary of them or stay away from them. Yeah, people think they're either a drug den yeah. or they're for... It's just for students. Students. Or... shared bathrooms, shared kitchens. And actually what we want to do, which is why I'm quite passionate about this now, is to raise the standard of HMOs. So all of our rooms will have en-suites. Um, they'll have a small hot desk or, or you know laptop culture has changed you know so yeah. two chair a table and two chairs and we're actually going to put in small kitchenettes in each of the rooms Lovely. as well so almost so like self-contained units almost almost, almost. like self-contained yeah. units and um if you look at where you're doing this and let's say well you're going to do that yeah. uh, where will that position you in the market well we're, we're in the top one you'll be in the top one percent great great everyone i've shown the uh you know the the design to have been wowed, frankly. Fantastic. And so, going back to what you said about people struggling with inflation and, and cost of living and, and all the rest of it, actually, we're providing a, and a shortage of housing. Let's not forget that. Mm. You know, the, the government's not building anywhere near the, the amount of housing they said. 
we're actually providing a solution for these people that can't afford to buy on their own or rent uh, a flat on their yeah. own. And so it's, it's exciting. So you're going out to like working professionals? Definitely working professionals. So working professionals, working professionals that have got good jobs, yeah. earn good money, can afford to pay the yeah. rent. And something which I teach, and it's great that you've took it on board, is about creating an environment in the house yeah. where it's like co-living. Yeah. It's not just, hey, here's your room. It's like everyone in the house yeah working together, helping yeah. each other out. Yeah. And, I, and I love the fact that you've gone for a high standard because you know, for those people that do that, you're gonna get better quality tenants, they're gonna pay you more, you'll keep them for longer, right. you'll get good word of mouth, and then when you bang out number two, number three, number four, people are just gonna come flocking to you, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now, what would you say to anyone here today that wants to do a HMO, but they haven't got any build experience or refurb experience. How, how, how would somebody combat that? You definitely, like I did, you need to go out and find people that have done it before. They've walked the walk. They know all the mistakes. They can handhold you through it. You know, they can help you analyse that deal, make sure it stacks. Uh, you know, there's all, all legalities. Is it Article 4? Is it not Article 4? There's things that you need to know, um, especially in terms of the build costs as well, you know, how to, how to calculate that. But yeah, find someone that's been there and done it. You know, don't try and do this on mm. your own. Um, find some good mentors, find some good coaches, join something like Assets for Life. Um, and, and yeah, immerse yourself in that environment and it, it won't be anywhere near as hard as yeah. you think it'll be. And it's really about having the belief before the skill set. Have the belief yeah. before the skill set, make a decision and then just go and find great deals. Yeah. Now you've got 18,000 pounds off the asking price. Yeah. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> Luck. <laughs> uh, a bit of hard negotiation, um, finding out what the seller wanted. Um, the seller wasn't in the chain, they wanted a quick sale. Um, there was some damp in the building which was putting a lot of prospective buyers off mm, interesting. and actually the damp was not bad it's a couple of thousand pounds to solve the problem so asking the question that I learnt from you know AFL um, how much to take, take, take to do the deal down what's your best so, price yeah. to do now and, and they came back at 182 don't focus too much on what you're going to pay for the property focus more on what's the GDV how yeah. much is the property worth after I've done all of the the, the refurb. So the is, your, is your aim to follow buy, refurbish, refinance, and then uh, refinance the property yes. once you've got the uplift in value? Yes, we're, we're, yeah. so it's convert into a six bed HMO um, under permitted development rights, then we'll apply for Sui Generous, the seventh bedroom. Great. And once we get that, we'll refinance the whole deal and pay back uh, the investors. And if you get Sui Generous, and even if you don't actually, you could go to someone like Shawbrook Bank, and they could give you a commercial valuation. Yes. So then they'll value it on the rent roll rather That's than the right. bricks and mortar. Right. And as long as your rental income stacks up, mm -hmm. which it will on six or seven professional tenants, there's a good chance. Have you had a look at that? Are you able to pull out all the money? Are you going to be leaving some money on the deal on yeah, the, the refinance? Yeah, the seven bed is like the icing on the cake, right. if you know what I mean. So okay. I'm making sure it stacks as a six bed. Yeah. Um, 
it depends how well I can manage the build team. Right. Uh, there may be some money left in the deal, but my goal as a property investor is to get as close to money, all money out as right. possible. Okay, and great. I'm fairly confident great. I can do that. And hey, look, anyone tuning into this right now, if you don't know what we're talking about, money left in, money left out, uh, buy, refurbish, refinance, uh, the aim of the game as property investors, when we're buying something, we want to buy a dirty, horrible, smelly, disgusting house or a property where we could add some form of value. Either that's an extension, new bathroom, new kitchen, going into the loft, taking a residential property, turning it into a multi-let HMO that can then get valued commercially. And if you're able to add enough value into the property, then when you refinance, the aim of the game is to get your original investment, your deposit and refurb costs back out. But like you say, even if you leave, yeah. let's just say you leave 12 grand in the deal, what's the rental income net profit per yeah, month expected to be? Net profit's about 1,100, okay. so, so 12K. So, so one year, yeah. you've got all money back out. Even if it's HMO. two years, you've got all money back out in two years. Yeah. Even if it's three years, you've got all money back out in three years. And, and what's gonna happen to the prices of property? Yes, we have ups and we have downs, but over a long period of time, the property value will continue to rise and also rents are going to continue to rise. Um, I, I just think it's incredible, Andrew, how you've stepped up. It's not been fast for you. You've certainly had a lot of mindset stuff going mm. on and trying to spin a lot of plates. Mm. And you've had moments where you've been full throttle mm. and then you've gone on the missing list for a few months. <laughs> and then you've been back at it. But what I've seen in the last four or five months is like you're back in the game. Yeah. And we're starting to see more consistency with you, you know, which is great. Showing up for your mentoring sessions, turning up to the masterminds, putting in offers. And I, and I feel like, I don't know how you feel, but I feel there's been like a switch. Yeah, yeah. How, how, do, how do you feel? I think I've just got seriously involved. Got serious. Enough being fucking sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think the world's opened up a bit as well. Like, it's compounding, isn't it? You know, the, the teachings are sinking in, the learnings are sinking in. It's taken, yeah, 12 months for it yeah. to get me to get to where I am now. But what I'm realising is once this one's out the way, wow, we're going commercial to HMO, you know. Yes, There's tonnes of commercial property. Out and there. look, my view, in the next few so, months, there's going to be a big correction. A lot of people are going to be scared. Yeah. And, you know, you look at property investors, and I wasn't one of them at the time, but I wish I was. You look at people that bought up in 2009, 2010 yep. in the last big recession, and I think this one could be bigger yeah. and longer. Yeah. Um, you know, multi, multi, yeah. multi-millionaires are going to be made yeah. over these next one or two years. Yeah. So in my view, there's never a better time ever than to start understanding property investing um, laying the foundations, choosing the strategy, positioning yourself. And like Andrew, he's just did this a few hours a week, part-time alongside his job and business. Um, ju just how has your experience been with me and Jay and the whole team over the last couple of years? Yeah, really enjoyed it. You know, you guys have been great. You're, you're always there. It's, if anything, it's it's not a case of you, you guys uh, haven't got the expertise. It's, it's the fact that the students, i.e. myself, didn't put the work in, you know. There's a plethora of uh, knowledge and advice and help and, and whatever you need, frankly. They're there all the time. Fantastic. Um, they'll, they'll work harder than you. The question is how hard I will work. Because <laughs> I've learned. We're always there, right? Because I've learned. You know, when yeah, you, you show are, up, we, are. we are there showing are. up as well. And we'll always push you and encourage you. Um, but I think it's been 
an incredible journey so far. Many, many, many more years to come. Um, well done, you should be really proud of yourselves. And hey, if we can do it, other people can do it too. Um, if you was to share a few words of wisdom or inspiration or top tips with our amazing audience, <laughs> what would you share? Uh, there's no right time to buy property, is there? Yeah. The only time is now. And actually just bolting onto what Liam's just said, you know, the people that did make money in 2009 and 10, huge amounts of money, they were preparing for it at least six months a year in advance. So if this crash is coming in six months, 12 months, 24 months, the only time really is right now. Mm. I don't think there is a better time to get yeah. involved. Yeah. You know, it's going to take you yeah. a little while to learn the skills and, and put the groundwork in. But, you know, in six months time, you'll be raising finances. You'll be finding these, there'll be deals everywhere, frankly. Um, and this is a chance, probably probably a once in a, you know, a decade, yeah. if not 10, two, 15 yeah, year chance. To actually change your life. Uh, uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm like really excited yeah. about the property future. Yeah. I love the UK property market. It's one of the best and one of the strongest in the world. And, uh, you know, like Andrew, you can get started with no experience, lack of time. You can use other people's money. Um, Andrew's actually, raised, how much have you raised for that project? 40,000. So Andrew's even raised 40,000 pounds from family members um, on a loan agreement to help him with the refurb. So you can also do this using none of your own money. But um, thanks for coming in today. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. You. Um, are you up for doing a catch up in six, yeah, seven yeah, months? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, awesome, man. So Look big, big things it. on the horizon, I know for sure. Yeah. Um, keep up the great work and obviously a real, a real pleasure, pleasure, my man, working with you. Thanks, yeah, honestly, awesome. Um, wow. I love these types of interviews with my personal graduates. If Andrew can do it, you can do it. Followed the process. Yes, had some ups and downs. This is certainly not the get rich quick strategy, but it is get rich for sure. And look, it takes time, depending on your strategy, depending on your background, um, it takes time. But this is a lot easier than grinding it out in a job or a business for the rest of your life with the view to go and retire on probably zero pension. This is your time, this is your moment. So there you have it. What a great interview that's been. If Andrew can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what your situation is. Every single one of you tuning in now can become professional property investors just a few hours a week using none of your own money. Hey, if you want some more resources, head over to www.assetsforlife.co.uk and I've just put a brand new free online training on the website. And why not listen to another podcast right now? See you in the next episode. You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.